Evening rise, spirit comes. Sun goes down when the summer's done. Frozen earth awakens her rhyme-hearted mother earth. Okay, welcome everyone. Um, I finally got my shit together with the PC. Um, and we are right into the thick of it. Um, I can see on screen this frost giant um, druid who's um, walked around the corner. Oh yeah, I'll actually, uh, we probably should dial it back a bit to get a bit, give a bit of an overview. Um, Chris, could you do the honours today? We'll try this out and see how we go so that I'm not talking quite so much. Do you want to take it away with a bit of a summary of last week? Sure, I'll wait till the song's finished. Alright, so last week's exciting episode, we left a wizard in the ice, taking her spellbook and her familiar, who had gone attracted, become attracted to Threads. Threads was acting strangely. But we made it up to the up the huge flight of stairs into Oral's castle. We're greeted by a somewhat elderly frost giant who seemed to think nothing but of simply attacking us. So we fought him and killed him without really knowing what his deal was, but he seemed to be happy without dying. Which, you know, seems strange, but hey, we're in a goddess's tower, so. Shortly after that, we set up camp in the middle of the uh, first floor, which seemed largely deserted. Maltella went down to scout. The lower floors uh, probably got attacked by undead frost giants and only barely escaped with escaped his life after Ash brought him back from the dead. We decided not to go down, but then to go up, hoping that we'd find Oral's lair in her book. With Sharpie doing a miserable job of scouting, <laughs> stepping on every icicle he could find. He found all the traps. Correct. <laughs> and somehow managing to not see any of the monsters that were actually in there. And while the rest of the party came up to deal with the pierces, Suddenly, out of nowhere, riding flash of light, and then darkness. That's right. So, um, your, from your perspective, you've just uh, seen this pocket of sun open up in the middle of the room, and you are now unconscious uh, on the ground, going by your big fat red X over your icon there. Um... I think it's worthwhile. So we know that Sharpie is unconscious due to um, radiant um, radiation burns from this solar flare. Um, it might be worthwhile, just because we're, we're in initiative right now, um, to step through everyone else's state. Um, Cletus, how are you looking at the moment? He's barely hanging on, but he's still there. Okay. So just badly injured. And how about, um, you know, what sort of proportion of your spells are remaining? Have you, are you... He has one spell left. Oh. He lost concentration. 
concentration on his sickening readings. He only had two to start off with. Okay. And now he only has one. Right. Otherwise, you're in Eldritch Blast territory. Um, Jakus, how about you? Oh, you'll have to lean into that mic. Can't hear you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got temporary HP and still okay from that. Yeah, can you, can you hear me now? Yeah, much better. Okay, um, so I, I have almost half, I'm still almost at half thanks to the temporary HP from Ash. Okay. Okay. How about you, Threads? I see a big one, a big purple one on you. That's, ex um, what's it called? Exposure? Uh, exhaustion? Yeah, Threads are still exhausted from uh, the chilling cold ocean that we were swimming in um, in our effort to stay hidden from Oral while we waited for her to leave her island. Uh, so I'm exhausted from that. Uh, Threads has recently gained some spells, some magic abilities, um, and she has basically all of her spell slots left um, and is on about half uh, health because of the wonderful temp HP that Ash gave her too. Okay. Um, and while we're on Ash, how, how are you traveling? Oh, Ash rounded the corner and saw the giantess and <laughs> six seconds later, <laughs> blasted by uh, the solar light that has her reeling. Uh, she is she is clean on. She was flat-footed, got caught, you know, flat-footed in the blast, so she took a lot of damage from it. So she's barely hanging on, but she has about half or more than half of her spells remaining. So, you know, there's still hope. <laughs> okay. Um, so badly damaged, but still with a bit of bit of um, offense left. Okay. Uh, and Mortel. Uh, Mortel's health is relatively good. Love and life. Okay. And twenty five left in it. Alright. Um, I'm opening up the initiative tracker. Oh, so Velin, by the way, was down the stairs. She didn't get caught in that flare. She was last on the initiative order. Um, now you haven't seen it. I'm just gonna throw that person in. Um Okay. Alright, so you can see a one Galuvican in the initiative tracker. And um, what happens this... So we're straight up to the... We're actually right towards the bottom. A Galuvican has just gone, stepped around the corner, done the solar flare, and stepped back around the corner. Um, Valin comes rushing up the stairs and stops just at the base of the, of the staircase and 
I'll have a quick gander here. <clears throat> She hauls Sharpie um, just back down the stairs. You know, uh, those stairs are not, they're, they're marked like regular stairs, but remember they're five foot or four, four or five foot tall. So she drags him off one step and then one more step so that you've got um, uh, full cover, but you could be seen from the top of the staircase. So Cletus, you can still see that um, Velin and um, uh, Sharpie are just two steps down. Um, and she casts some, waves some, uh, her hands around and casts some sort of spell. But Cletus, you don't detect what the effect of that spell is. Um, Sharpie, I think this would be the point for you to uh, tell us what you're going to um, miss most in life should you pass on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's on death cities. Forty-seven didn't take double your hit points, did it? No. So. No, if I've been a bit more injured, it would have. But. Yeah. Oh, it's double your ma your maximum, not um, what your current hit points are. It's hard to one shot a you know fifth level character. Even they start to get beyond it. But yeah, um, what's passing through your mind as you drift into um, uh, uh, unconsciousness? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, a bit of regrets. Bit of <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, and I'll get you to do a death saving throw. High is good. I'm going to use constitution, so I've got Yeah. Oh, ten, ten, uh, I think 10 is a pass. Is a normal roll? I thought it was a normal straight roll for death saves. So I've just used the console as a close. Oh, do you have a plus one for your death saves too? That's cool. Yes. Um, Stone and Boot love gives us all uh, saving throws, which includes death saving throws. Death saving throws. It's like the best saving throws. Okay. So 10 is a pass. Yep. So you um, step away from the light. Um, Ash Louise. Ash Louise is going to step away from the light. Okay, so can you check for me um, the effect of that on um, people who are either that you can't see or people, um, or paste it into the chat, it's probably easier, um, people who are on zero hit points? Sure thing. Uh, yeah. And, and that will trigger in any case on their turn, I believe. As an action, you present another symbol. Whenever a creature ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant the creature one of these benefits. Granting it 1d6 plus 7 temporary hit points, when you or ending one effect on it. 
Is Sharpie still within 30 feet of me? Uh, you can't see to know whether he is or not. Yeah, okay. In that case, move yourself four squares across. If you use the arrow keys, it's a lot easier because then you can go... It actually moves your, your um, icon one step at a time and you can just count them out. Less um, having to measure, find the square and move to it. Okay, so you, you channel Divinity, Twilight Sanctuary. You can see Sharpie's definitely in the bathing light from you now. Um... Bonus action? As a bonus action, masculine word, Holy moly. So what's that gonna do? Do you have roll hit points for each person? Uh, I think just roll it once. This is one D four plus three, everybody. Okay. So That's... it's up to six creatures, so it's basically everyone. So everyone gets seven. One person's gonna miss out, because if you uh, assume if because Velen's with you as well, there's seven of you in total. Oh, yeah, well, the, the, the huge, huge yep, okay. So everyone gets seven health. That will bring Shafi back to consciousness. And then as, the end, as I end my turn in my own water, I'll roll to give myself some HP. And I get ten. Okay. In which case, we move to threads. <clears throat> Threads can't actually see where the enemy is, so she's yeah. going to try to move in. Okay. She's just right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see her now. Yeah, okay, so you go up to the corner, peek around, and you can see this uh, spellcaster. Okay. Roll to hit. Oh, okay. Eleven is a is a miss. Yeah. So it um the giant dodges to one side and a bit splashes off the armor, but otherwise it's a miss. Okay. Any bonus action? Okay. Uh, Cletus Maximus. Cletus can't see either. He is a little bit worried. Um, we'll just come, we'll just come up this way. Okay. A little bit away from the stairs, and he's going to hold an Eldritch Blast in case he sees an enemy in his view. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if an enemy comes within range, you'll blast off your Eldritch Blasts. Okay, alright, and you've just come or swung around a little. I just wanted to check, can you guys hear music? Absolutely. Okay, alright. Yeah, alright. If it's, yeah, okay, I've got it. I can't really, I can't hear it. So, you know, some of this audio thing that we've had, that I've had this morning, today's um, mixed up what things are coming through to me. So, um, I'll have to muck around with it till I get it going. But uh, if you can hear it, then that's fine. I'm going to assume that it's recording. 
Um, and maybe if when we stop for coffee, I'll just listen to the recording and check it out. But yeah, so Cletus, you duck off back to the back to the action. Cletus, you duck off to the side, and you're ready. Uh, wand outstretched, or I forget what do you are you using a focus? Oh, yeah. Oh, spellbook contains your books, but you've still got a focus of some sort, whether it's a wand or a. You can decide what that is later on, but um, a focus or, or spell components, one or the other. But I'm going to shoot on to Jakus. Okay, you dash to the doorway, and you can see. Okay, roll to hit. Oh, nice. Okay, what arm class did you hit? Okay, alright, so you miss once, then they. and she dodges into a uh, full on hammer, hammer face. Go for it. No. Okay, she takes the full brunt of it. It's a massive blow. Okay. Moltel. Yes, I'm just going to move up right next to Junkus. Okay. Right there. And I'm going to grow large. That's my bonus action. Okay. We'll just buff you up there, there you go. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to attack it. Okay. Uh, 14 to hit. Um. Yes. Um, that's a miss. So the while it's not full-on normal giant style metallic aura, metallic metal, um, there's thick hide armor with plates of plates of bone on it. Uh, next one is a twenty-five to hit. Okay. Well, that hits definitely. Okay, I've done that. And, and, uh, action surge. Yep. Hit it twice again. Okay. Natural 20. Oh, nice one. Wow. Total of 9 damage. And I know it's a giant ball, but please make a, a strength save. Uh, okay. Because I use my fire rune on that hit. Okay, your fire rune goes off 
and um, oddly they seem to without the giant needing to um, without the giant needing to pull against them as you've seen some creatures do they just slide off you're not sure what's going you're not sure what's going on there Go for it. Last attack. Nineteen to hit. Okay, the nineteen hits. I'm also adding a D six onto that as well. So uh, that is a total of fifteen damage with that. Okay. Bear with me a sec, okay. Alright, uh, 15 from that hit. Okay, so she's taken a mass of blows. What's your reach with that weapon, by the way? Okay. Alright, so uh, she goes. Um, actually, yeah. Uh, okay. She comes along one to here and steps to here. Jakus, you're going to get in a free strike. No, not Jacker, sorry, Moltel is going to get a free strike. Uh, so Moltel, your reach is definitely only five feet? Yes, it's only five feet. Okay. Oh, is that because you're not using a glaive? Uh, yes, uh, and my opportunity is that it's like you're taking it, so that misses. What's, what are you, are you, are you are using a glaive though, aren't you? Oh, battle axe. I'm using a battle axe. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So you've pretty much switched your uh, your tune to be a shield and weapon guy. Okay, well, the, the ten misses, but um, this frost giant sticks a face through the doorway um, right into Kalitas' Eldritch Blast, so you can let fly. He's going to get his little energy balls to fly out 23 to um, 23 uh, hits. Uh, and there's 17 to hit. 17 hits as well. Nice. This is very happy he saw the free land, so for, for 20 damage, all for uh, all together, 20 mm. damage. Okay. So in just those h half a round, this giant's gone from full down to almost dead, so very badly injured. Um, she's very surprised at getting hit by those two blasts. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, and she, with her staff, um, 
She's going to strike at you, uh, Jakus. I'm going to. Oh, can't. I'm going to use my reaction. Use your reaction, yeah. Yeah, never mind. I'm going to. Okay. Alright. Okay, she hits armor class 26. Um, she's working with the staff, and as the staff strikes out, this is to you, Jakus. Um, okay, it does. 32 damage. Yes. That's of uh, bludgeoning damage. It's saying great axe, but this is a druid, so it has a different sort of ability. And um, beyond that bludgeoning damage, you feel ch chilling energy coming down the staff into you as ice forms around your feet. Um, you need to roll a dexterity saving throw to try and hop up into the into the air and dodge out of the way of it okay so what's happened is your your um, your feet and um, all up your legs are now frozen in ice frozen to the ground and you are restrained it's holding you down I'm gonna uh, I'm not gonna kill you what, what can we use a web that's probably a good good restrained thing. Um, okay, so you can't move at all. I uh, can't benefit from any bonuses to your speed. Attack rolls against you have advantage and um, creatures attack uh, and you have disadvantage um, when you make attacks. Of course, any other dexterity saving throws are at disadvantage because it's harder to dodge when you're when you're stuck to the ground. Um, threads. This creature thumps at you as well, hitting armor class twenty-one, doing twenty-two damage. Are you still conscious? Okay, and uh, you need to do saving throw versus. Oh, there's the cold damage as well. Um, Jacos, I don't think I did the cold damage to you either. Um, oh, scary. Okay. So for Jacos, you take you take eight cold damage, and. Um, threads. Yeah, the 32 was bludgeoning. The 8 is cold. And threads. So you need to do your... Uh, first you take cold damage as it starts to freeze you. 
taking seven. So that's 29 in total. Massive blow and seven damage. And you need to do your dexterity saving throw. Threads jumps out of the way, and yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So the ice tries to creep up your legs, and you sort of leap in the ground, in the air, and then land same square, but uh, you are not affected. Although I think I oh know saving throws are not affected by your your um, exhaustion. You're not that badly exhausted yet. It's just um, skill and ability checks. So. Um, This creature levels the, uh, holds out its left left hand, um, and starts muttering a spell. And as it does, you hear a rumbling in the the whole um, earth around you. And um, okay. And have you still got your reaction? I think so. Uh, yeah, you haven't used one yet. Ah, good one. Okay, so cast your um, do your counter spell. But you need to roll for it because it's. Um, um, I think counter spell is a third level spell for you. You can throw it into the chat. Unless you use a higher level slot. Yeah. Okay. If the creature is casting a spell of third level or higher, DC equals to ten plus the spell's level. So you need to do. Now is it a save? Uh... Oh no! Threads. It's a dis. It's a disadvantage to try and interrupt this spell with a um, with a counter spell. Cletus has Cletus has used his. He's used it already. When you when you. Yeah, when you ready an action, you use your reaction to do your action when something happens. So you've already you've already blown your uh, your your crack at it. Um, but threads, you need to do your intelligent uh, DC equals ten plus the spell's level. So that's that's it. It's just a straight D twenty roll. Yeah, at, at disadvantage. Yeah. Why disadvantage? Because she's exhausted. Uh, yeah, making an ability check and first level of exhaustion is disadvantage on ability checks. Yep. Oh, God, guys. Okay. So the 22 might have done it. You were trying to um, disrupt a sixth level spell. Okay. So let's see. I'm just going to draw. So what I'm going to describe. So what happens is the ground underneath your feet rumbles and seems to separate from the floor, or ice columns seem to start to rise up. And while there's a bit of a rumble, they then instantly slam 30 feet up into this into the into the air and smash against the ceiling. Um, possibly like pistons. Um, six of them rise up. Uh, da, 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 da. There's only five creatures that can be seen, so it's going to affect Moltel, Jakus, 
Um, Threads, Ash, and Cletus. Now, I'm just just checking. Um, and I'll draw them in too. Draw shape. She she saved Harpy. I think she just saved Sharpie from being mashed against the ceiling in his death. <laughs> Not that she would have known that, to be fair. Just one sec. Uh, to front. Oh, come on. Okay, I can't put it underneath you, Maltel, so um, I'm just going to... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright, here we go. You cause six pillars of ice to burst from the ground, or raising the ground in a um, cylinder. Um, they're five feet across and uh, medium, or target a creature under the, that is medium or solid, so Maltel, um, you I are, lunch. yeah, <laughs> don't, you can target a ground that is, you can target the ground on a creature that is, each pillar. Okay, so Moltel, you managed to slip it, and I'm going to put it just here, off to one side, and there's a pillar, um, shooting up, but you, it, it moves around you, um, believe, I'll read on. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. This is to avoid being lifted up by the pillar. So we'll have one for one for each of the ones that are un directly underneath the pillar. <clears throat> How are we going? Can't see any yet. It's dexterity, yeah. Dexterity. Okay, okay. So threads. Um, as this pillar jumps up, uh, leaps up beneath you, you step off. Now you need to move yourself to one square immediately adjacent to the pillar that's that's next to you, which means you can move closer to this creature or, or further away. It will get an opportunity attack as you dive off to the off to the back. It will get 
Yeah, if you move, if you if you intentionally move away from it. Okay, so you, oh, I will allow it. I will allow it. <laughs> okay, so you you dive off to the um, to the right and land um, on your feet next to it, nimbly with your twenty dexterity saving throw. Ash Louise, you get carried to the ceiling, mashed to the ceiling, take sixty six damage. Um, and and uh, and so now you're being carried up forcefully. Um, however, it's that the, the dexterity saving throw is just to, to dodge off to the side. Um, right, so I'm just going to roll the. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, and you take 24 damage. Okay, and got the rest of you, you can see Ash's hands, forearms, and shins poking out from either side of this ice pillar, um, and her chin, her head. Otherwise, her entire body is sort of pinned to the ceiling. If you remember, there was all these stalactites made of ice poking down. They're all shattered, and there's raining shards of ice coming down. And ashes. Uh, you hear, you see a waving hand that's sort of stuck there. So I'm okay. I'm alive. Um, that was Ash. Cletus, the same thing happens to you. You go slamming up to the ceiling, take 24 damage from being slammed against the roof. And you are restrained there. 24, yeah. Threads, you're okay. And Jakus, we haven't done you. You take 24 damage as well. And you are doubly restrained. You're, you're held to the ground, the, the bottom of the pillar by ice, and your the top half is now crunched and bent over against the ceiling. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. All right, and that's Gellivikin's turn. Um. You're getting an idea. You've you've had these. This is probably the first creature you've encountered that's got legendary actions, so is able to attack, uh, take actions, certain actions multiple times around. Uh, this is an epic, epic, big bad. Right. Um, holy crap, what the hell can Villain do? I don't really want to play against myself. Um, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Creatures. I'll just call Velin up in an, in a separate um, separate window. Makes it a bit easier. Okay, she um, 
she casts a spell and um, waves of necrotic energy wash over her. She's going to have to move first, I guess. One, two. Uh, no, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, yeah, she can get. She can see the giant from there. She's peeking around the pillar, taking some cover behind Ash's pillar, um, and waves of necrotic energy um, go sailing towards this creature. Um, it's uh, a spell called Blight. And um, she's still got a little bit of movement, so she goes and takes 100% cover. She can't actually see the creature anymore. She ducks around behind Ash, or Ash's pillar. And Sharpie, you are conscious. And okay, one, two, three, four. Yeah. So you can see all these pillars with people attached to them, um, pinned to the ceiling, or two of them. Um, Moltel and Jack, as you can tell, are in the other room um, from their cries of battle and Threads is um, on the ground um, crouched, eyeing off this 20, 25 foot giant. There's a big 5 foot ice... The giant makes a good target. Yep. Throw okay. 22. Okay, 22 hits. The giant clutches her head. Okay. Okay. What's the off what's the offhand attack? Is can that be a psychic blade as well? Yeah, it has a psychic blade. It doesn't follow any of the normal two no Okay, alright. Sure. Okay. Ooh, okay. Um alright. Yeah, so it clutches its its head, and clearly, you know, very badly injured. Um, and you're going to leap down the neck down the step, are you? Uh, yep, that seems pretty reasonable to me. Okay. Uh, Okay. Um, Ash Louise, you are restrained, pinned to the ceiling. Uh, you can. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a crack. Let's. In, I'll. I'll. I'll wing it. I'll wing it. I'll DM wing it. What are you trying to do? No, you're... your hands are free and you you can talk. Okay. Ooh, okay. DC fifteen. Okay. So she steps aside the sacred energy and 
and it misses. Okay. Yep, so Threads, Sharpie, Cletus. Now, remember, uh, is this temporary hit points, though? Oh, no, this is healing, isn't it? Okay. And then I, at the end of my turn, in my form, I will get another Okay. Cool. Threads. Missing that thread. Okay. Do you want to paste it into the. There we go. DC 14 con save, right. Okay. Um, it looks like you're about to get a square in the chest and she sort of slips it somehow, lifts the leg, and, and, and it goes underneath. Again, this is a feature of only epic creatures where they may be able to choose to save a certain number of times. Great, okay. <laughs> That's my turn. Legendary resistances. Yeah. How, much, how much damage does that do uh, for half or is it save or none? Okay. So she, she dodges out to the side, does her famous matrix move, despite having a dexterity of nine. Um, and uh, the, the thunder wave goes sailing past, but she captures the, eclipses her head, and um, her eyes roll back in her skull, and suddenly um, she crashes to the ground and collapses in a heap. Okay, with that, her concentration fails and these pillars tumble 30 foot to the ground along with everybody pinned to them. Um, and so, um, Jakus, you take 10 damage. Kalitas, you take 18, three sixes. And Ash, you take, you take 12. Wow. You know, <laughs> on the bright side, you are no longer restrained. <laughs> um, I, I would reach down to Jokos and uh, do a healing hands on him. Okay. 
Okay, to get to each other, you, you have to move um, half speed over all these piles of, of, of ice rubble. It's difficult going, difficult ground. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm just saying that there's all, the, all these piles of rubble everywhere um, because it's not it's concentration, but they don't they're not like um, summoned. Um, like a wall of stone or something like that, so there's still material left after they're destroyed. Oh yes, so you go back down to regular size? Regular size. Okay, yep, no worries. Okay, I'm assuming everyone can easily stabilise each other, run to each other's uh, aid. And you'll see down here a doomsday clock. I don't know if that's visible to you. Um, you weren't really, weren't really noticing it so much last week, um, but it's sort of like an anxiety level. I'm not going to explain it any any further than that. But it started out at 10 as you were coming up the stairs towards the place. Uh, went down to 9 as you're exploring through, and went down to 8 after at the end of your short rest. And you've, you've got a feeling that something's going to happen, you don't know what. What? Yeah, sure. You can. So I'll, Sharpie's going in and investigating the room, so I'll describe that in a minute. And I assume that you're also searching the giant's body. Um, and I'll, I'll go jump straight into that. Right. Whoosh. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, so the giant's obviously got this... 20 foot long staff. Um, other than that, has a what looks like some sort of magical token or necklace of some sort with all these uh, animal skulls linked together. But in the very bottom is like a pendant made of ice. The ice doesn't seem to, while it's cold, it doesn't melt. At your, at the, you know, the heat, it doesn't feel slick or anything like that, like ice does when you pick it up. Other than that, there's nothing else. Nothing else on, on her. Um, oh, other than a golden torque, which you find around one forearm. I'll paste that into the chat. Uh, golden might be from a smaller creature, um, like for around their neck, and she's got it sort of like as a bracelet. Just in weight alone, it's probably worth about 700 gold. Selling it down at Shields. At Shields. Um, Sharpie. 
Grimskala. Here we are. Um, this area looks like um, at one time it was a private chamber for a giant. Um, it looks like there's a a um, like a nest in a way. You know, it's a mound of snow in the in the in the middle of the room. Um, non, not disturbed at all. Um, about ten foot across, or four, seven or eight foot across, but it's made of snow, hard packed snow. Um, you might need, yeah, you might need to do a. You can do investigation or a nature, your call, or a perception. Either of those can be used. Investigation, okay. Alright, so you invest. Okay. So you have a good snoop around and you actually find a feather. And um, by your reckoning, it looks like an owl feather. Really? Yes. Similar to your giant owls. Colouring is slightly different. There's a bit of a blue tinge to the tip of it. Um, you can tell, Maltel, the stairs that you're at um, um, go up to the elements. You can hear the wind howling above you, but up the, up the stairs. Giant sized. Yeah, I know they're giant sized, but how far Oh, so you probably go in a linear, uh, 60 foot in a linear way. Well, you can see, uh, even around where you are, um, there's plenty of destroyed wooden furniture. Um, you know, with, with each beam of what might have been a table and chairs of the size of tree trunks. So it would have been um, um, a private chamber for a giant queen. So there's plenty of uh, debris in the corners of the room. You're not going to completely fill or choke the staircase. The staircase itself is... Um, is 10 feet wide and and um, and 30 foot tall from top to bottom so like a like a, ch a narrow staircase for a giant but um, you wouldn't choke it completely but if, the, if I think it was um, 
One of the characters said, at least you'll, it'll make a noise and you'll hear when it gets knocked down. Yep. Okay. Yep. Sharpie, you went over to those alcoves there beside the throne to the south. And it looks like there's um, a smooth pane of glass, but, but frosty. Yeah, yeah, the the, the, the plane the, the curved plane that's indented from the rest of the wall. Yeah, you can see quite a bit of the debris that's been cleared away from this trashed other rooms has been piled up in here. So there's a few planks and and other items, broken stuff, broken furniture mostly. Okay, so how long do you want to spend? Sort of like 10 minutes or an hour or, or, or what? Oh, it's only, um, so 60 foot, it'd take a couple of rounds if you guys were dashing. Remember it's um, half speed on the stairs because of the steps. Yeah, sure, sure. Just remember, everyone needs to mark. Everyone should mark that as temporary. I'll use their red, um, red one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me see each other with blue bars, but I can't see anyone else. Is that everyone in my street over? Or can only I see it? Yep. Okay. Yeah, you go up to the you go up to the top and you find yourself in a, a wide um, uh, open space, open to the sky, uh, dark above night sky, and um, there's this massive uh, nest made of conifers pretty much occupying the area above. There are sharp spires um, of, of rock 
um, rising in a ring. And if you recall, when you looked at this place, it looked like a skull with a spiky crown. You're, you look like you're standing in the middle of the crown. Okay. This is how you died, Montana. I'm at the top. <laughs> Motel, can you see that? Uh, yes, I can. Okay, so. Um, Massive nest, uh, let's see, 10, 20, 30, 35 feet across the nest is. And it looks like, from the shape of it, it would be fit for one creature to sit inside. Is there anything in the nest? Yep. Yeah. It's going to take a bit of a climb. You've got to scrabble up over a mishmash of, of uh, conifers to try and climb in and have a look. Okay, can you just do an athletics check for me? If this thing comes back, you can pretend to be its, its hatched chick. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, you make it over. It's not, not that hard. Um, it's a simple climb. The icy crown encircling the fortress doubles as a battlement. Okay, it looks like within this there's an egg. That's something that you can immediately see. It's about five foot long. There also looks to be a sea chest. Yeah, it looked like like what you've found in those shipwrecks, but this is now uh, yes. just yeah. Hard to say from uh, ten feet away or so. If you want to scrabble down inside, yeah. <laughs> uh, the party downstairs are discussing your actions. I don't think anyone's acting on it. It's, uh, it's up. To you guys can jump in when you want. Um, yeah, no worries. Alarm. Okay. Oh, let me just switch back to your. Oh yeah. So. Um, that looks like it's been converted into an area where a giant would, would rest. So probably the, the, um, the sleeping and resting spot of the frost giant druid that you just fought. You don't see any book. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to, to see if there's a book in there. Okay. 
There's a heavy padlock, so it's going to take a bit of muscle to open it. Okay. You, uh, as you're as you're trying to smash away at this. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. You can hear the banging of metal on metal from above, guys. Um, uh, like a hammering sort of sound. Maltel, you know. <laughs> Maltel, you got you also. Okay. Maltel, you also notice a harp um, sort of intertwined in some of these twigs of the, you know, the, the branches of the nest as well, um, made of some sort of exotic wood with ivory. And something catches your eye, something shiny also tangled up. Um, but can you roll an athletics check for me? Okay, you smash and smash and smash and smash, but uh, it doesn't snap. Can I just pick up the chest and gauge how heavy it is? Uh, yeah, probably, probably about a, about the same size as the egg, um, about 150 pounds. You can. Uh, it, it would um, just be the encumbrance of carrying a large chest, but yes, you could carry it. You're still affected by your giant strength, I believe. Is that an hour or a day? No, uh, it's a minute until I end this bonus action, which I'm done, and I can't do anything else. Yeah, the giant strength potion that you drank? Uh, that was an hour, that wore, wore off the short rest. Oh, okay, right. Okay, that's an hour. Okay, cool. So no longer affected by the strength business but yeah so you could you could haul it you know carry it sort of fireman style over one shoulder and and come down that the shiny thing looks like some sort of silver necklace which is just human sized would be light oh, I'll, I'll, uh, pick that up as well and, okay and, and the chest. okay I'll leave the egg okay and I'll leave the heart. okay so Guys, you eventually hear uh, Moltel come down, a bit of uh, uh, as he goes down each four foot step and then puts the chest on the step and slides it across and you know hops his way down. Um, has to navigate around the uh, mishmash of, of uh, stuff that's in the way um, and eventually come, gets back down to you. Moltel, there you are. I found this chest up, up there. Uh, it might be a good idea to look in it. Uh, saves, saves me carrying it all the way down the stairs again. Fair enough. Sharpie moves over one. Okay, do your, do your lockpicks dexterity, Sharpie. Guidance. Yeah, you can guidance him before he does it. Get the extra d4. <clears throat>
24. Boom ski. That's even before any boosts. Okay, you open you manage to open it up, Sharpie. You can smell there's a smell of seaweed from within, so it's probably or you know, musty sort of smell. Um, you can see leather bags of uh, gold. Um, and I Sure. Oh, there's a scroll. There's a, there's no books, but there's a scroll case and a and a leather sack. Bag holding or look at it later. Okay. Check the bag hold first sack to make sure it's not a bag of holding. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh yeah. You you look inside and you can see a um, <sighs> uh, lots of gold. So, yeah, you're confident it's not a bag of holding. Um, it's, it's, it is its regular size. Um, icicles on the ceiling. So, um, there's stumps of icicles on the ceiling, but most of them were destroyed by the radiant energy from the um, sun sunbeam spell, I believe it was. No, it wasn't sunbeam. Something along those lines, anyway. Uh, the other thing, yeah, so most of them are snapped off, but there's plenty on the floor as well. Okay. Something, um, one of the bits comes loose and you see Velen um, dart to one side. And it sort of clocks her on the head, and she takes a bit of damage from it. <laughs> she says, "She says to you, this place is uh, not where we need to be. I'm sure, and uh, we should be moving on. It's not safe." Okay, let's. Avengers assemble. Well, who are we missing? There's someone not in our little cluster there. Is it? There's there seven of us. One, two, three. Four. Oh yeah, I just can't count. No worries. Okay, we will. Pack our doomsday clock with us. And move on. Ah. Ah, yes, here we are. Down to the next floor. And you're continuing on down beneath. Um, the main, the castle proper. So you come down to the level where you entered, if you recall, and then down that curving staircase further beyond. Um, boom, boom, boom. Oh, Maltel, don't dash off. 
wasn't dashing off. <laughs> okay, so uh, once again, that gives you a so Sharpie um, having a those two windows that you were looking through but couldn't see because they were frosted. Looks like you were looking through the eyes of the Skull Fortress. I'm dragging it around all over the place and I've got it to render as we go, so um, rather than just on drop, means it's better for you guys when you just do little explores here and there because you see it as you go, but it means it can get a bit jerky when I drag the whole party here and there, so. I'm actually getting very Okay. There you go, I'll put you back with the crowd. Little lost. Duckling. There's some reason, like literally the quarter of the screen has just gone psychedelic. Oh, really? Oh, okay. All right. You might need to just reconnect to roll twenty. Might be better. I've just done that like two or three times. Okay. It's exactly the same error. Exit roll twenty. Close off roll twenty. Tabling. Yes. I have done that. Okay. Oh no. Well, we might not be here for long. Um, if, if, uh, because, yeah, yeah, no worries. Okay. So it looks exactly like that. And, uh, sorry. <laughs> you're in the, okay. So you're in the ice rink. Um, you, the walrus is still there. He says, oh, welcome back. It's been an hour or two. Uh, been busy. <laughs> Sorry, oh, no, no ways from here beyond time. Time is what you need. He's the best healer. He talks like a great granddad. It's been about. Prayer of healing. Off you go. Ten minutes. Is this a ritual? I've noticed a spell. Everyone gets thirteen. Oh, nice one. Oh, so just a bit, bit more time sensitive. Okay, so everyone gets thirteen back. Now you don't get temporary hit points back. Um, bear that in mind. In case you lost any temporary. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, so the temporary hit points that you have remain. If you've been wounded, you take them off the temporary hit points first. Um, 
obviously they were restored after the battle because um, uh, Ash kept on going with doing four minutes, so you'd all get, you know, start off with a full temporary hit points. Um, but this healing doesn't restore temporary hit points, just for no, normal healing won't. But nevertheless, um, you're all looking pretty good. Um, Threads, Jakus and Cletus are still fairly badly injured. Um, you're presented with these four doors um, with, with runes on them. Uh, there's also the doorway to the south, um, which the Warus Akuma had said to you um, was the way to um, seek the wisdom of Oral. Uh, north was to the tomb of uh, Veluvikin, the Vasavikin. True, yeah. The two, two frost giant skeletons wielding anchors on chains. Okay. So, ah, okay. So, uh, let's uh, look. You'll have to go and so it's not written on the door, but the warrus said that they go, they go through to the um, tests of cruelty, endurance, isolation, um, and preservation. 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 Sounds like a healing thing. Sounds like a fighting thing. Cruelty, 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 cruelty. I'm just doing cut and paste. Yeah, just said that the the tests. Uh, these are the four prime attributes that Orwell favours. Okay, sorry, isolation was it? Yep. Okay. All right. So you open the door. Uh, just moving the door aside. And you can see it goes down to a long chamber with a sort of um, triangular shape. 
leading to a similar size door with another enclosed, uh, with another um, door in the distance. Those of you with dark vision can see the 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, about 60 foot. So you can, you can all, all, all of you with dark vision can see to the door. No. Yeah, good one. Okay. I'm going to, um, Cletus, I'm just activating your globe of light. Bright light. Oh, I still got it. Uh, bright light 20 foot, low light 20 foot. Okay, uh, Valen will come in as well. What about you, Ash? Yeah, Okay. All right, uh, this time you see another um, door. This looks like it's made of um, ice and carved in it. In common is the word um, isolation. Okay, you open the door and um, it's as if everything sort of fades, instead of fading to black, fades to white for all of you. And uh, your surroundings vanish in a flurry of snow and ice. And when your vision clears after a few moments, you blink, blink the snow away, you find yourself standing at the edge of a what looks like a um, nomad camp under a clear sky. Um, there are many um, reghead warriors in the camp and they look to be um, uh, readying for battle of some sort. They're all sharpening weapons. Um, I'm gonna scooch us off to a new map. Okay, I'll just bring you up to the right size for this map too. So you've all been transported somewhere else. Um, it's not an illusion, it's actual transportation. There you go, you're at the edge of, at the edge of a camp. Um, and a warrior, uh, it seems completely real to you. Yeah, approach um, and sees you and sort of approaches in a 
in a with um and there's there's quite a few that you can see you know in the in the middle of the camp and a couple of them ready spears and come towards you um, as soon as they see you they seem to look up like at the on, on top of you and then they lower their spears and look amazed and looking at each other you sort of think what the hell you you see this um glowing um ghostly snowflake spinning above your heads about a foot above each of your heads Um, one of them holds out, holds out, holds out a, um, a hand, um, and, the, and, the, and they both gesture. They lower their spears and gesture for you to follow them through between these two tents. Do they seem threatening at all? Um, no, they don't. They seem more um, happy to see you. Okay, I'm not using tokens. Um, how long does that last for? Uh, a couple more hours. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, which case, Sharpie is going to hide somewhere. It's Sharpie, you have a light feature on you, like glowing. Shines out of my sunny So a um, looks like a leader figure stands up and approaches you. Um, a warrior comes striding towards you, and at her side is this enormous saber-toothed tiger. Um, you can see that she's given great deference by everyone around her, um, and uh, she gestures to you and then shouts to all the others. Um, and says, Auril has blessed us, she shouts, in within, to her, all within earshot. The Frost Maiden has sent em emissaries to watch our camp as we complete our mission. And she comes forward and says, Thank you, Auril, and thank you, emissaries. And it's not like there's rousing. Ah, uh, we seek to raid. Food is tight. And uh, it is the it is our way. Uh, a another tribe. The weak elk tribe of the elk are nearby, and we shall um, be take. I will, will be taking all of my warriors, hoping that we can overwhelm them to such an extent that it can be done without bloodshed. If they think they have a chance, they may fight back. However, 
that leaves our um, uh, unprotected. And we were praying for some sort of solution to this problem without having to weaken our forces. And here you are. And she calls out, make ready! And she gets on He-Man style onto this saber-toothed tiger. Looks like the um, tribal warriors are all travelling fairly light. They've got a, a like a sling with some gear over their each shoulder, but generally they're carrying axes or spears of some sort. Um, can you roll a persuasion? Please, Cletus the Magnificent. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, she says, I trust that, that if Ormwell has chosen you for this task, then I trust in her wisdom. You've been gifted with divine favour, and she gestures to the snow... Uh, snowflake above your head spinning. Can Cletus see? Can anyone see the orange snowflakes? Uh, yeah, well, if you look directly up, it's a bit hard, but because but they don't move as you move; they just are above you. So as soon as if you look directly up into the sky above, then yes, you can see a snowflake about a foot above your head. Can you try and grab it? Yeah, it passes through and it's like a, a an apparition. Like a little hologram. I would like to pray to Saluna quietly, like so head asking, you know, just, just what's going on? Am I supposed to allow this cruelty to occur? Good. Who are you asking, Threads, or is that just introspection? Oh, that's me asking, like, my goddess. Not, not really expecting an answer. Yeah. Um, Grava, this saber-toothed tiger, seems to be keeping a steady eye on you, though, even though the rest seem to... Um, have embraced you, Ewok style, as emissaries of Oral. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, she says she will, she will, it'll be a day's travel there and a day's travel back. Protect our camp as best you can and we will share in the spoils and glory of the tribe of the tiger. And <laughs> you hear all this <laughs> whooping and hollering from the tribesmen. 
will be here when you're back. For temporary. I have faith, and she looks above, looking towards the aurora borealis that is currently twisting its way around the landscape. Does the time in this location match the time that the time that we were in the tower? Like, is it night time in the tower? It is night time. Yeah, yeah, it is night. So it kind of matches night time here too. Uh. Yeah, it feels like you've just been teleported rather than, you know, a dream. Well, it's not long because because they're all about to about to head off, and there's um, they're all on dog sleds and all there's there's whooping and hollering. Um, with uh, um, <sighs> yeah, with with Bornhild and and Grava led by this, her on her with her saber tooth tiger, and they all head off, leaving you alone with with the camp. Okay. Casting detect magic. Um, it doesn't. Uh, nothing radiates magic. The little snowflake does. Uh, and, and my shield. And oh yeah, and the thing, the items that you've got that. Um... I don't think this is an illusion because an illusion would have magical traces. I think this is a real location. <laughs> no, she can't. Sounds like a dumb idea. She was expecting to. She had an item that could teleport, like a helmet. Um, and uh, that cow, Lan Naz Lantamir, stole it. And she must have... Did she get it back with the body? No, it wasn't with the body. Um, so either a, it's at the bottom of the ocean somewhere, if she was drowning, or God knows what. But... Um, uh, she, Velen was hoping to recover that as well as her orb. Well, shall we try and try and see more of our surroundings then? To see what we're actually guarding? Yes, in the yep. meantime, I guess I could make a tiny hut in case we have to shelter from an attack. I don't know, I, I can't do anything useful for you to do. Yeah, it Okay. So, 
Um, so if the so you explore the camp and it seems like a legit, regular, you know, um, nomadic camp, easily broken down and consisting of a bunch of uh, you know yurts and and um, fireplaces outside of each one. Um, it looks like the fight that you can see fireplaces dotted around, but it looks like they might have been more for defence because within, you, you don't make fireplaces for heat out in the snow, you would make them inside each tent. Um, but as, if once you've scouted out that area, um, there's uh, a fairly heavy snow falling, and um, which obscures your vision. But you're, you're, from your initial scout, it seems like it's a fairly flat, open tundra in a regular tundra plane. Is the... Food in the tents? Uh, no. So only food we've got is the food we brought with us. Cletus wants to dispel magic, but he doesn't know if he dispels the front, like the flake above his head, he mm. might get teleported back, just by himself. We were going to pass the trial first, there's kind of no point trying to break it. The trial is isolation. That isolation was the word written on the door. So perhaps we're isolated and stranded here until this time. How does time pass here? I wonder though. Well, um, yeah, I'll, I'll let, tell you in a minute. Over the court, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, it feels like you're just. Yeah, okay. All right, so you start um, preparing some dinner in, and jump into one of the yurts and uh, um, start getting out your rations and start preparing for a meal. Uh, half an hour passes and. Now you've had a meal. So should, should those who are injured rest? I'll, I'll, I'll take first watch. Yep. This is a proper Yeah, I've got a trophy for one minute. Okay. Do you want to maybe light up all the fire pits in case it's in case it's too hard to see? I will do that. Watch, yes. Okay. So, you guys just rest. I'm, I'm fine out here in the cold. <laughs> I've been under feet five visions. Yeah, I've got under the hundred twenty. I can see. Okay. So, yeah, so if, are you all going into the one tent, or you can see they're pretty big. You can fit sort of five or six people in a tent, no problem. Oh, Ash, so you do you want to draw a circle where your hut is? I think that's 10 foot across from memory. It's a 10 foot radius, isn't it? Oh, you'll, you'll let me know and draw it in. It doesn't really matter for now. Um, radius, 10 foot radius. Yeah, okay, so 20 foot diameter circle.
Okay, so you cast your hut, everyone gets in, and um, uh, eight hours pass. You manage to take a short rest. So anyone who wants to spend a short rest of stuff. Um, and, you know, you've been sitting here inside this dome, um, which is warm, but, you know, in for eight hours now. Not a long bed. Oh, do you want to just sleep? You could do that instead if you wanted to. Might as well. Yeah. Yep, okay. So, so no one's actually do, doing anything. You're just saying, right, let's just try to get our rest and recover from our ordeals within Grim Scala. And uh, eight, hour, eight hours pass. You're yeah okay. Lighting all the fires is is going to be a trial. Okay. Um. Yep. Yeah okay. He still has to do periods of low activity. Um, yeah. Moltel, you're feeling like you're not going to get a long rest if you're um, trying to keep so many fires all alight. Okay, alright, so eight hours later, everyone has a long rest except Moltel. You've been watching throughout the night. There's a bit of a haze on the horizon. Um, the aurora has completely ringed the sky and um, uh, people wake up from their rest. And um, Ash, your concentration on your Leeman's tiny hut, um, not concentration, but the, the ritual finishes. Now, more temp HP, right? Yeah, so... Uh, no, the temp HP is exactly about goes away, but the temp that I and uh, I think Mortel and I wake up with from the map. Okay. Yeah, that. yeah. Okay. You also um, get half of your hit dice back and can spend them straight away if you choose to. Except me. Yes. That's yeah. That's right. Yep. That's fine. Um. Traded watches for you get rest. Have you fared in the cold? I'm actually fine in the cold. Maybe tonight. Okay. Okay. So there's still half a night. Half half. Um. 16 hours in a left in the day and then you'll be halfway to when they said they were getting back is the plan to just keep ritual casting um, a tiny hut and just staying there Okay. It's been freezing out here in the Absolutely. Hole. Let's just group together and try and stay as warm as possible. Okay. So it's a ritual spell, so it doesn't take your slot if you're casting you're casting it over its um, 11 minutes. Yep. 
Um, you cast it again. Everyone gets in. Um, you all take another eight hours before it before it vanishes again. Um, you're starting to just get a bit freaked out. You know, um, claustrophobia, cabin fever. Um, you've spent 16 hours, 16 hours now just sitting in this. It's like being trapped in an elevator. And remember, Ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. So you, you can get air out and stretch your legs, and you know, just to. Even though there's um, thick snowstorm, you know, but you can still see thirty or forty feet through the snow. Um, and another eight hours passes, and finally a third lot of eight hours. This time with a bit of a glow. It's twilight, still obscured by um, thick snow, but. Um, uh, a full day has passed with your guarding the guarding this. We could have a like remembrance service since we've given so long for talk. Yes. Ah, uh, you could. Yes. Yep. Do I need to drag ice on, or can you do that? Okay. There we go. <clears throat> right. Um, can everyone? We're going to make a group check. Um, a group of survival, wisdom survival. So as long as half the party pass, we're all cool. Oh, we don't have threads threads anymore. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So Jacus fails with a six. <laughs> threads fails with a nine. Cletus, you're okay. Sharpie, natural 20. And Ash, you... Are the balancing entry. You're the uh, Kamala Harris of the group, um, and and uh, the the party sort of. This is an, <clears throat> this is just keep it about. Uh, probably an easy way to say this is keep keeping it together. This is the staving off the effects of cabin fever. Um, and boring religious stories to like Okay, so you've all got your um, your you know out, and you've done I Spy, and you're going through all the um, sea shanties that Nina taught you on your trip on your travels, <clears throat> uh, and. We're well into day two, so um, is there any no new activities, or is it is it is it a continuance of what you're doing? It's not really day by day; it's more eight hour by eight hour blocks, but with time measured in um, Leaman's hut locations. Yeah. Okay. I think everyone's going to need to do that at some point, unless they're actively really trying to just go fetal cocoon position and and wait it out. Yeah. 
During the wait, Sharky's gonna ask the threads. Since yes. you're not yourself anymore, can I trade you for that cloak? No offense, no. but you can't use it all that well. I can still use it, and I'm still stealthy. New threads breathe louder than the old one used to run. <laughs> Ah oh, yes, the one with that you got some rituals out of. Yeah, so I got the rituals out, but there's still spells on it. Yeah, so okay. This is what's, what spells are on the book left. I took all the rituals, but I don't know how the spell books work. Yeah, you, you can scribe yeah. them, so um, you'll have to look back. I think you've got it in Party Treasure from, from a wizard that you defeated. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there is a party... Sp no, I don't think... I don't think they go from within the book, but they're just useless until they're scribed to another wizard. Um, you do it with magic ink or, you know, special inks that you prepare. Um, cost money for the ink unless you've got a tower that just creates them from scratch, from illusions. Um, but the scroll is a clerical scroll of mass cure wounds. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I guess it's sort of like it's abstract thing. I'm just thinking like the X amount of gold and the spell left with the X number of hours. Yep. Just copy those spells that you're holding and stuff. Yeah. But I think a clerical spell scroll would be like a divine magic user can use a kind of wizard. No, scroll is more a one leash item like a potion. Mm. You only use a ritual spells. Uh, 
Yeah, you're going to have to. You can you could carry the book around, but you'll need to um, get some uh, inks supplies next time you're in a in a town where they've got it. Um, uh, also, we had an ice token that didn't melt from that giant. Somebody wants to check that out. Yeah. It looks like a, um arcane focus for a druid. So it could be used like a wand or a orb or a staff that a wizard does. Druids have twigs of mistletoe or interesting sticks. Um, <laughs> A feather bit of bit of guano on it. In this case, an icicle that doesn't melt. No, it wasn't magical, but it's worth uh, seven hundred gold just in weight to uh, to someone who could trade. Um, not really got much of a um, jewelry value. Uh, um, the way that a lot of barbarians might port their treasure is just by melting them down and hammering them into something that they can wear. Um, the sack, however, has 320 gold in it and a um, black pearl ring. It's not magical as either, but um, has uh, you know treasure value. I'll post. Um, let's see. Yeah, you can ask her. Just one sec. No, she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sort of a downtime activity. Um, to scribe scrolls into your books. Okay. Yeah, go, Cletus. Uh, no, I was just cracking my knuckles. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, um, day two, you spend another 24 hours in isolation, um, and everyone is just getting a bit more cabin fever by the end of this time and needs to do a wisdom survival check please yeah we've got a 14 from Moltel 21 from Jakus so there's two passes three passes with Sharpie and Threads and Cletus both fail and who are we missing? There should be six. One, two, three, four, four. Oh, and a fail from Ash. Okay. Um, which means Kamala's going to be Velin in this case. Uh, here we go. Come on, old lady. Yeah. Could be crazy. Be crazy. Crazy. No, you can't. You can't. Guidance affects something that happens the next round. Yeah. 
some DMs do. I just I don't have guidance. It's something you can just cast every six seconds and then. Anyway. Um, because that wouldn't be annoying at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will you stop casting guidance on me? <laughs> okay, here we go. Arcane Brotherhood. I uh, must have navigated away, unfortunately. There. New tab. It's a, um, someone of many tabs. Now, what do we say? Wisdom. Hmm. Okay, I'm just going to have to do a d20. Okay, she passes. In fact, the whole party pushes through. At the end of that day, uh, the tribal warriors don't return. Um, and even eight hours into the... You know, they're eight hours late after another casting of, of Learman's Hut. You're into day three now. Um, and they still have... Day three? Day three, yeah. And they still haven't returned. Is there any tourist in the environment or like the snowflakes or anything? No, the snowflakes are still hovering there. Are you continuing to... Okay, you cast sending, and um, what are you saying? I say, uh, these, this is the representatives of your late. <laughs> where, should, where should we expect you? Are you alright? Um, she says, we're busy, you'll just have to wait. Marshmallows. Mm. 
Okay. Can I have everyone over day three do another wisdom saving throw? Survival check? Yeah, survival check, sorry. I think I made it this time. It might be harder to re-roll. Yeah, it is feeling your your um, cabin fever is increasing. So, audit, audit time. Um, Sharpie with a five fails it. Oh, it was a natural one. Okay, yep, cool. So we got a pass from Sharpie, natural 20. Um, Velin passes with a 16. Threads fails, Moltel fails, and we've got one, two more passes, three more passes. Whoa, 18, 19, 19. All right, so it was only the 10 and the 14, from what I can see, failing on day three. Cool. All right, so day three passes uneventfully, apart from your... Um, uh, two or three person um, remembrance session and you're into day four can everyone do okay how far do you want to go Yeah, okay. Alright. Did she tell anyone that she's doing this or she just gone? Okay. okay. Alright. Um, I'll get everyone to do a day four check now, please. And this incorporates Threads' um, investigation of the with your barrier. One, two. Oh no, I think Threads is going out looking for a perimeter or what happens out in the wilderness. So M Moltel starts to sort of wig out, so does Jackus, so does Threads, so does Cletus. Ash, you're okay. And Velin passes as well, so we've got two passes. Okay, oh, Sharpie, oh, you got a, you got a 20 as well. So we've got one, two, three passes this time and four fails um, uh, Ash Cletus and um, and uh, Velin you hear a howling from the northeast You're still within your dome. I will, uh, yeah, well, I, is it, are we, um, is 
Yeah, to about to about sixty feet by snow. Um, Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Event. Yeah. Eventually, Moltel and Sharper, you come back and you can hear a mournful howl. Yeah. It does, from where Ice was, at least. Inve investigate. Okay. Jakus is no Jakus is nowhere to be seen, and Ice is sort of sn sniffing. Here he goes, Boomski. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Ice is sort of sniffing the ground, walking around in figure eights. Uh, looking up, sort of, and then sniffing, and then howling at the howling at the at the stars above. Ice sort of looks at you, turns his head on its side, and then starts sniffing again. No. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Jackus. I thought the uh, paladins man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> uh, I'd like to uh, uh, I'd like to put a reassuring hand on uh, ice forehead and hat ice. Okay. And you have a good look, like let's say over the course of an hour, and you find no trace of Jakus. Yeah, it's day four. Okay. I cast that into Jakus. I, I say, Jakus, where are you? You've been hearing, uh, hearing some noises. You may want to get back to camp. You, you send your message, but you don't get a response. No. No, you would need. Uh, I'm reserve that more for telepathy. Uh, speaking of telepathy, it turns out Jack's mouth can actually speak and understand eight languages. So, 
Okay. Turns out when I'm to left and Okay, so you do your mental connection with um, ice. Is that is that the go? Uh, Jakus, what's the spell? Is it Fine Steed or Summon Steed? Fine Steed. Yeah. I'm looking at it here. Your state serves as an instinctive bond. Yeah, okay. And because it understands the language of your choice, when um, Sharpie contacts it, the language is irrelevant so he can talk. Okay, so you make contact with us, Sharpie. Ah. Uh, he says we um, we were travelling together through the snow, investigating, and um, then he wasn't there. This place is somewhat he says a pack should stay together. A pack should stay together. So if you return to your Leoman's hut, um, Ice will go and basically just sit at this pot spot where Jakus, he last saw him, and just look out into the snow. Okay. Right. Okay, with ascending. Yep, yeah. and um, you're going to say something, and then if threads, if you want to say something back, you can. Can you hear me? It's Ash. Where, where are you? We should get back to camp. Okay. Okay. Eventually, Threads comes back in, looking a bit nippy. And uh, can everyone roll another survival check? Oh, boy. Oh, no. 
No, it's day five. Day five. Oh, with this is with the five sharpie. Oh, he was psychic power to boost it. Yep, cool. Okay. Um, throughout the course of that day, um, you know, you're all stretching your legs, doing what, doing whatever, and um, at one point throughout the day, um, you hear Velen going. Come back, come back, everyone. Yeah, Threads, you walk in through the dome and Velin's the only one there. Uh, yeah. Velin says, I didn't... The dome's dropped? No. The dome is there. The the dome is there. The ash is inside the dome. This is where we had. You have to be inside the dome to cut to have it up. If you leave the dome, the dome drops. It turns out someone did get that. Hmm. <laughs> over the course of the over the course of the next 10 minutes though the dome does seem to turn slowly transparent and and, and vanish by the end of 10 minutes or so Um, yeah, but I wasn't sitting. I wasn't sitting here staring at her. I've been reading through my spell book and so on, taking the time, the downtime to uh, read as much as I could. And at, at one point, I looked up to say something, and she wasn't there. But I, that's what was so alarming. I expect that when someone leaves their own tiny hut, it disappears straight away. There's, there's nothing magical apart from the stuff that you already know is magical. The, 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 uh, the snowflakes on my head are magical, right? Yes. I feel like if we stay here longer, it's just gonna, we're just going to all get plucked out one by one. The question is, how long have you stayed before you the test? Or how many of us have survived? If I just put magic, I'm going to fail a test. It'll probably do this. But hey, I don't know anything about magic, so I'm going to give it a shot. On, on a side note, hmm. how much uh, food do we have left between us? It's a good idea. Five days uh, each. I have a bag of holding, so it's gone. Okay. Cletus is on his last ration actually, if it's been five days. Yeah. Same here, I've actually just used up my last ration. Okay. So, so if everyone's just crossing off their own rations for now, 
and then if we all need to mug Sharpie for his, uh, you could do that. Okay. Right, okay. Okay, so uh, she's got her own. Um, so if if you cross off yours and everyone else mark theirs up, that way we know how many are left if someone else disappears. Okay, all right. And um, you don't have a Lehman's hut now, so it's suddenly cold. You will need to be indoors to not freeze to death, even if you're resistant to um, to cold. Immunity's okay. Yes, we you know. I'm probably gonna hang by ice. Okay. All right. So day six, your this is your day now of sitting in a sitting living in tents, um, like a, with with a small fire built, and 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 cl completely closed off to the elements. Um, if everyone can cross off one day's more food and um, one more check, please. Day six. Not stealth. Uh, sorry, that was wrong check. I will that. No worries. Okay. Okay, so you all um, you 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 push through this final day. Um, you're on one day's left food, and there's and your your person that's able to create food and water is gone. Um, and uh, at one point throughout the day, um, uh, threads goes off for her walk through the through this through the mist and um, doesn't come back. Now, um, towards the end of that day, you hear many dogs approaching. And you can, you can hear, yeah, you can see uh, triumphantly Bjorn Hild advancing with her, uh, with her sled of, of six um, huskies, her saber-toothed tiger um, at her, at her side, and a long line of reg-head nomads of the tiger tribe. Um, they whoop and holler in victory as they approach. Um, and uh, uh, as they approach, she goes to hail you. Um, and as you do, it starts to all turn white, um, as it did when you first came here. And you, peer, you all appear back in the um, 
the same room when you first open the door. Uh, threads and ash. Uh, who else? Where are you? Jakus are all there as well. Uh, you know, you no longer have a little icicle above you. Was that a dream? What time is it? You're feeling it? your your anxiety level has gone from eight down to seven. Oh yeah, okay. Um, he says, "Oh, probably a, I would say about no longer than an hour." Ice does, ice does come back with you. Mental resilience. It feels as if you've, to all of you, that you've been away for six, um, uh, for six days, and um, uh, for Ash, Jakus, and. Um, Astrakus, who else was off? Threads. Threads. Yeah, there you are. Um, so you three, let's have a look. Yeah, it's as if you've... Um, been like in stasis of some sort so you've not been having you know lounging about in where you wherever you were you were in some sort of um it looked like being petrified or something like frozen so you're returned now here in this but in the state that you were in when you first vanished Oh yeah, you, so you rested, some of you rested for six full days, some of you rested for three full days. But like if you happen to have cast a spell, for example, like um, of any sort, then that would have been expended. But I don't think anyone's in that state because the only one who was casting spells was Ash and those were rituals. So you've now, you now should be back at full hit points and um, with your full spells back as if you've taken a long rest. Yeah, 
in the course of an hour. <laughs> um, 10.35, let's take five minutes so I can grab a coffee if that's okay. Okay. Okay, how much damage? 16, is it? Oh, two damage. 14 hit. Yeah. 14 to hit on the attack? Yeah, yeah, 14 hits. Three. Three damage. Oh my god. What are you doing? Okay. Okay. Moltel's done. Cletus. Okay, Jakus. Charge. Twenty. You're casting the hut. You're casting the hut. Don't matter. It's dead. It's dead. Um. <clears throat> On their initiative, um, three more swoop down from above, unseen, and, uh, and swoop down on, on Jakus and, and Ice. Um, it's not a surprise, once they get close enough you hear them, but that's, this is on initiative 10. Um, let's see, Jakus, one of them attacks you with its beak, and then with its talons. 13 and 8 misses. Another one attacks ice with its beak and its talons. Hitting armor class 22 and 23. Doing 15 damage in total. Is that going to banish ice? Not yet. Okay. The second one goes for you with its beak and then its talons on ice. The 6 misses you, the 17 hits ice. Doing 9 damage. Ice gone. Um, I was giving you a animal handling check to land on your feet if ice gets banished underneath you. Oh, prone. Can't quite hear you again, it's like the start. Oh, that's better. Okay, Velin gets out um, and shoots, uh, pumps magic missiles into one of them. Threads. Uh, I call out to the group. Um, we need to think of self-preservation. Clearly killing these things is just going to bring more. Um, I disengage and I run into this tent. Okay. Wait, where was I? 
here. Yep. Okay, I make it. Okay, yep, no worries. All right, you you go inside and you see a um, uh, cowering boy child, reghead child, um, doing their best to hide, but they're not doing a very good job of it. There's a movement of some skins and things. Yep. Ignore him. Okay. Sharpie? Uh, Jacuzzi is still next to those things. He is. Psychic blade, okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. I get to re-roll that. Hey, good one. Oh, you because you re-roll natural ones. Yep. yep. How much damage? Uh, Twenty-four. Oh, that's enough to kill it. One shot it. And you're offhand. Keep them off. Keep them off Ash for a while. Yep. We can handle this. Okay. Motel. Uh, seeing threads. Uh, run into that tent. I'd like to move, move there. I'm going to have to take the dash action uh, to get there, though. Okay. Uh, because my movement speed is hard, so. Yep. I'm there. Okay. Um, What's your passive perception? Uh, 14. Okay. Yep. So you can tell that there's a there's a child trying to hide and not doing that well in it. Yeah, Cletus. He's gonna, he's gonna see those two birds and shoot his attacks at it. I'll just blast. Okay. At the one that's further away from him. Okay. Um, disadvantage to those oh, at attack at rolls. Yeah. Twenty to hit. Is that with disadvantage? Yes, I rolled a twenty-one. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, that hits. No problem. For eleven damage. All right. You get the second, second one. Oh, second one yep. will be a 21 to hit. Oh, nice one. For five damage. Okay, doesn't kill it, but it's very badly injured. Jakus. So yeah, I don't think it's preservation. We need to kill them first. five. <laughs> Jakus. Can I drop my lance and take out the hammer? Yeah, drop it on the ground is... Is um, doesn't use up anything if you just cast it away, and you can draw your hammer as your free action. Okay, okay and then I'll stand up and attack the the, the vulture that was already hit. The okay. Last. Yep. Twenty-four hits. Eight damage kills it. Right, and then the second one goes to the other one. Okay, this one was also injured. 18, 13 damage is enough to kill it. Okay, you pause for a moment, look to the skies, and you hear no vulture cries and don't see anything.
threads, Moltel? I ask the child what's going on here. Um, doesn't speak. Looks to be in a terrible state of shock. Oh, we may have to preserve him. I, I just wrap, wrap my arms around the child in a comforting way. Tell him, uh, and tell him that we mean no harm to him. He says, Dead. They're all dead. You are the last of your tribe. This is true. Perhaps we are here to help preserve the line of the tribe. Mortel, what do you think? I believe so. Could you go tell the others, please? Oh, fine. I go and tell them that we found potentially the last survivor of the tribe and that perhaps we should be helping to preserve the line. Check out the other tents first. Mm. Shut the worm, do just that. You hear a um, a howl, not like Isa's howl of lamentation, but one more of uh, fury. And this boy's eyes go wild, and he says, "And he says, um, Isa returns. We must hide." They killed the. They killed the. They killed my father. The chieftain, and Isar claims to be the king of the wolf tribe. Okay. Put yourself where you want to be. Okay. Okay. Um, this will be here. He's going to be casting something too. You hear the howling so that, that seems to be circling the camp. Um, and you can hear some cries. They're in a, are in an odd language. 
Um, anyone with religion can have a check. Uh, or nature. We'll allow nature to be relevant. How do I roll with disadvantage? Control. You hold control. Yes, control. How'd you go? Religion? Nine. Yeah, okay. No, in your in your state of exhaustion you, you can't tell what's being said, but there's definitely some sort of chant going on as well. Um Okay. Uh eventually this enormous resummon ice. Cast a spell. Okay. Is that a second level, second level spell cast? Yep. yep. Whoa. Whoops. Hang on a sec. I've, I've made him too. There, that's better. Okay, eventually, um, this, this character comes, comes uh, stalking between two of the tents and there's clearly others behind. Um, and they also sort of come to the edges of the clearing. Um, uh, he sort of spits out angrily, where's the child? Stand in my way and die. That's to you, Jacos. You're the only one that he can see at this stage. Oh, you're my connection to the server is disinterrupted. Can anyone hear me? Ah, 